The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Peach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a great weekend of racing with MotoGP in France, WEC in Spa, and the NASCAR Camping World Truck and Spring Cup Series were in Kansas for two great nights of racing. We'll get things rolling with MotoGP in France at the legendary Le Mans circuit for the 2016 MotoGP Grand Prix of France. Jorge Lorenzo would get the pole in qualifying Saturday and lead the field off the starting line Sunday afternoon. Lorenzo would lead the field for the entire race as points leader Marc Marquez would take a tumble and go down a lap before returning to the track. Lorenzo would dominate the race, leading every lap and going on to get the win as his teammate, Valentino Rossi, would have a strong ride to rebound from a tough qualifying session that left him deep in the pack to finish second. Maverick Finales on his Suzuki would come home in third for his first podium of 2016. The WEC Series would be at the legendary Spa Circuit in Belgium for the six hours of Spa Francochamps. In LMP1, the Audi R18, piloted by Degrassi, Duval, and Jarvis, would cruise to the overall race win two laps over the second-place Porsche 919 Hybrid. The next time the WEC Series hits the track, they will be at the legendary Le Mans Circuit for the world-famous 24 Hours of Le Mans, probably the biggest test of man, machine, and technology we have in motorsports today. It's sure to be an exciting event. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series would be in Kansas for the Toyota Tundra 250. We would get another thriller of a finish as they headed into overtime following a late race caution. It would be Johnny Sauter trying to hold off rookie Ben Rhodes. As they went into turn three on the final lap, Rhodes would dive below Sauter, perhaps getting in a little too hot as he would slide into Sauter's 21 truck, spitting both of them out and into the outside wall. William Byron, who was running in third, would capitalize on the mistake and take the lead, exiting turn four and cruise to the checkered flag in his number nine KBM Toyota Tundra. This would be William Byron first NASCAR Camping World Truck Series win. Here's what he had to say following the race. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, from all the way from like the first race uh, in Phoenix, I knew there was uh, a lot to this. There's so many different ebbs and flows of the race. Um, and it's just really important to keep your head uh, in the game. And uh, that was really evident uh, tonight with the last, the way the last 30 laps went, uh, getting the lead and then um, on that last restart, you know, falling back to third. Um, you know, you just can't give up. So, just really proud of this whole Liberty University team. Uh, we had a really fast Toyota Tundra, and uh, KBM is just really uh, giving me a great platform. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would be in Kansas for the GoBowling.com 400. Martin Shrex Jr. and Matt Kenseth would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag. Matt DiBendetto would bring out the first yellow flag for an incident on track as he would make contact with the turn four wall, spreading debris on the track and bringing out the yellow flag on lap 52. Paul Menard would bring out the next yellow flag on lap 104 as he would go for a slide coming out of turn four. Menard would be forced to go to the garage for repairs and retire shortly after with engine issues. Ricky Senhouse Jr. would bring out the next yellow flag as he would ride the wall around turns three and four. This would bring out the yellow flag during a round of green flag pit stops with just over 30 laps left in Saturday's race. Following the restart, Kyle Larson and Brad Keselowski would be battling for second as Denny Hamlin would ride up on their bumpers. Hamlin would decide it was time to go and try to make some space between the two. This would take away all the air from the 11 and 22, leaving them with little grip and sending both of them around in turns 3 and 4. Hamlin would bump Kyle Larson as he went around, sending the 42 into the outside wall, and as the 11 was sliding back into the fence, he would also collect Joey Logano, giving both those cars heavy damage and sending them both to the garage just a few laps shy of the finish. Larson and Keselowski 
Keselowski would be able to continue with just minor damage. This would set up the final restart of the day with just 19 laps left in the race. Kyle Busch would have the lead after Martin Truex Jr.'s team fumbled on pit road, causing Truex to lose a lap near the end of the race, taking away the win from the dominant car of the evening. Busch would get a great restart and check out from the field as he would go on to score the win in the GoBowling.com 400. This would be Busch's first win at the Speedway in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series. Kevin Harvick would come home in second, Kurt Busch in third, Matt Kenseth and Ryan Blaney would get their first top fives of the year as they cap off the top five in the GoBowling.com 400 from Kansas. Here's what Kyle Busch had to say after he scored his first ever NASCAR Spring Cup Series win in Kansas. Yeah, it was uh, a really great day. Um, yeah, I didn't know that we'd we'd have that much speed in our race car. I guess I, sh- I should have known. But uh, Adam and these guys, you know, they continue to impress me each and every week. We had a top five car going there in the beginning part and the middle part of the race, and we just kept making improvements to it, kept making it better. And there with about two runs to go, we got it on the tight side, and I felt like we had decent speed. I really, really didn't know what to do to make it any better. And then um, after that final pit stop, we kind of got on the free side and we're a little bit loose. And Matt was catching us there, and then uh, those last couple cautions just gave us opportunity to kind of cool the tires down and go back at it again with some of those other guys. And they had tires, but, um, you know, when you're out front and you focus on hitting your marks and hitting the restart and doing what you can do, then uh, you get an opportunity to to try to drive away. But Harvick was making it tough. He was right on my bumper there for uh, a few laps, and I kind of pulled a slide job off turn four, cut it a little bit close. Uh, We touched a little bit, but after that, I was just I kind of refocused on, on being able to hit my marks and hit the line that I was running before the caution came out where I was really fast. And from there, I was just kind of been able to, to pull back away and, and do what I needed to do in order to try to win. Points as NASCAR gears up to head to the Monster Mile. Kevin Harvick holds the points lead over Kyle Busch. Carl Edwards, Jimmy Johnson, and Kurt Busch rounds out the top five following Kansas. Kevin Harvick survived a crazy final run to come home in second place. Here's what Happy had to say post-race. Now we had a good run today. I'm just really proud of, of my team for uh, what they did from where the car was yesterday to, to change pretty much everything on the car and, and have it be that competitive uh, on the racetrack today says a lot about our team. So, um, you know, we went down some different roads throughout the weekend that didn't work and, and we're able to uh, go with, with what we normally run and, and be competitive. So uh, just super proud of, of the effort and, and uh, excited that, that we have the capability to do the things that we did today. Join me this Sunday as I get you set up for the AAA 400 Drive for Autism from the Dover International Speedway. Dover is one of the craziest tracks on the schedule, so don't miss this race. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. And don't forget to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for all the action from the Monster Mile, the Dover International Speedway in Delaware. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great night, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.